You're listening to The Bridge, a podcast on stories of courage, resilience, and innovation with me, Linda Fadrizi Williams, the president of Central Penn College. Welcome to The Bridge Podcast, a podcast focused on stories of resiliency and change. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Fadrizi Williams, the president of Central Penn College, and I am excited to welcome today's guest, Mr. Dwight Utz. Dwight is currently a member of the Central Penn College Board of Directors. In fact, he is the vice chair of the board. Mr. Utz is also a proud alum of the college. Dwight graduated in 1973 and is former president of the Alumni Council. Dwight is a successful businessman, and he most recently served as president, CEO, director of two community banks in Pennsylvania and North Carolina. He's a member of an organizational investment group seeking to acquire small community banks, and his area of expertise includes strategic planning, organizational and leadership development, balance sheet management, and corporate governance. Mr. Utz is also a graduate of the University of Delaware and serves on various other boards. Dwight and his wife, Debbie, have two sons. Andrew and Nathan, and four grandsons. Today's episode of The Bridge will focus on Dwight's time here at Central Penn College and how the college has changed over the years from when he was a student to now as a member of the board of directors. I hope you enjoy this episode of The Bridge. I am so very excited to have today's guest on The Bridge, a podcast about resiliency. Today's guest is someone that I've personally gotten to know very well over these past few years. I respect this man tremendously. He's someone that I look up to. I am very excited to welcome Mr. Dwight Utz to the show. Well, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Dwight, is this the first time you've ever been on a podcast? It is first time. Is it? You know, oh, yeah. I had that thought this morning as I was going over everything. I said, I wondered if he's ever done this. Yeah. No, I've done a lot of interviews yes. over the years, but first podcast. First so. podcast. Yeah, well, then cool. I feel very excited yeah, that cool, we're yeah. the first ones to have you on here. So, <laughs> Well, thank you. Welcome. Um, you are a graduate of Central Penn College. I am. Currently serve as the vice chair for the Central Penn College Board of Directors. So Central Penn is a place that you have have spent a lot of time, both as a student and a board member, devoted a lot of time and energy. So can you talk about what Central Penn College means to you? Sure. So, Linda, this will be my 50th year affiliated with the college. Wow. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. For a student in 1971 wow. to today. Yeah. So it's been really, uh, you know, Linda, I think a lot of folks know this, the passion that I have for the college you know, really started back as a student. It, it just, it, you know, I, I knew that I was not a good student. You and I have had a laugh about this. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was in high school, probably a C minus D student. Okay. And I really didn't know what I wanted to do. So I came here. Well, what, ma what made you decide to come here? Yeah. Well, you know, combination of a couple things. Okay. My then girlfriend, uh -huh. her dad was a business executive in Mechanicsburg. Okay. So, you know, he said, hey, I, I heard about this Central Penn Business College. And, you know, let, so um, that, that's really how, how I got oh, here. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. So have it, you thanked this man? I, I have. <laughs> I have. I really have. But, um, yeah, it just, 
you know, I knew I wanted to do something with business mm-hmm. and just didn't know what. Sure. thought I wanted to be a CPA at one point. Okay. Uh, God help that. But, <laughs> um, but no, you know, that's Central Penn has just been incredible for me. You know, I, I don't know how much you want to get into it, but, you know, Bart was like a second father to me. Yeah, I have a lot of questions yeah, about yeah. him because I know so. he's someone you've shared many times how much yeah. you admire and respect Bart Milano, yeah. who was the college's seventh president. Yep. Yeah. What sure. was he like, and how did you get to know him so closely? Yeah, well, look, back then, the college was very small, mm-hmm. it, brand new to this location. Right, because okay. we really had just moved over here it, from exactly. Harrisburg. Yeah, exactly. So he and Gene were very tight with the students, got to know us. Yeah. You know, it, it, was, it was really a great relationship. I, I was not the um, model student, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, I pushed the buttons as much as I could. Uh-huh. You know, Bart, many times I was in that office. You know, Mr. Utz, uh, you can't run stop signs in the neighborhood. You know? <laughs> and, um, you know, one day and, and anyhow. No, share. Yeah, share. well. What tell so, us? I want to hear. So at about 5.30 one morning. Oh, had you um, gone to sleep yet, or were you just up early? I was up early, okay, climbing out of a window. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So it, um, <laughs> you know, and and I didn't see his car. Oh man. So I don't know. Hour and a half later, I get called into his office, and he said, um, "Mr. Utz," um, and it was always Mr. Utz. Uh-huh. I mean, it wasn't Dwight. Everything was very. Oh yeah, very. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And he said, um, "I happened to see you coming out of a dorm that." Is not your rest. Oh, uh-huh. And he said, um, <laughs> I'll have none of it. Oh. He was very tough. He put you on warning. He, he was. Yeah, I mean, he was very tough, but it was the toughness that I needed right? Um, to really focus more disciplined on my, my studies. Yeah. And, and Linda, you know, when I graduated, I was a B student. Okay. Think about high school. Yeah. And then... Because he really made me focus. Yeah. Uh, you know, look, my mom and dad were very influential in my life. Sure. But professionally, Bart was the guy who really made me professionally right. who I am today. That's remarkable. I mean, he kicked me out of class. I was literally seconds late. And I walk in, sit in my chair. He said, Mr. Rutt, you're not welcome. I said, what? He said, you're not welcome here. You're late. And honest to God, he threw me out. It, it was incredible. But I'll tell you what, I was never late for a I was yet. just about to never. say what's yep. interesting for me who knows yep. you, and I knew you were going to get here early. <laughs> you are always the earliest person. Yes. And yeah. and Paul, our you know Professor Miller, our producer, he and I talk about this all the time because we are very wired similarly. When you're in the communication field, you can't be late. Right. I used to have a mentor tell me, you can't air the 5 o'clock news at 6.30, right? right? So you have yeah. to always be early. Yeah. You're always early. Yeah. So part of that might be it, attributed it, it, to it Mr. Milano. It, it is, really. You know, and I'm very, I get very irritated at people that show up I do late. Too. But it, it's but disrespectful. It, but those are the things that he taught you. Okay. I mean, back then... You literally wore a blazer, yeah, and you carried a briefcase yeah, and that a was tie. Your backpack, right? Yeah, I mean, so those are things that have changed. Yeah. So those were things that changed you. And was he like that with other students? Like, you know, Linda. Yes, I think the answer is yes. Yeah. But he and I just had that really kind of neat relationship. Mm-hmm. But you knew when not to to test him. I mean, well, really, yeah. oh yeah, you really knew. Yeah. So, so you were a student here. You lived on campus. I did. 
Mm-hmm. How different is the college now from when you were a student here? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is. It's just really different. Yeah. Um, th- there are so many more amenities for the students. Today. Today. Mm-hmm. You know, the athletics. Yeah. Back then it was just pick up football, pick up soccer, right. pick up basketball. Right. We're here. It, it's now organized, which is really great. Campus life back then was all you had. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just didn't have money to do things. Right. So there was a lot of community service. You know, back in 1971, there was the flood, or 72, I forget, when the big flood was, Agnes. Right. And, you know, the fraternity guys went down to, um, yeah, Warmlysburg and helped folks, you know, move things up. And it it was it was cool back then. And you still talk to some of those guys because oh, yeah. your roommate will give a shout out to Mike Allmiller. Absolutely. Who right. is a trustee on our Education yes. Foundation Board yes. of Trustees, and they award scholarships to our students. Yeah. And Mike is still involved in the college. So you still talk to these guys. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, there there's a core group of guys mm-hmm. that we still, you know, talk regularly play golf, you know, do yeah. all the crap, you know, go out to dinner awesome. and and tell stories that our wives have heard <laughs> hundreds <laughs> of times, but we yeah. still laugh about them. I know, because they have such an impact on your oh life. Oh my God, we, we just had a great time. Yeah. That's it, good it, to it hear. Was very, so the, the, the way the dorms were set up, um, I think there's three bedrooms, two guys mm-hmm. to, a, to, a, to a bedroom. And uh, Mike was in the, the next room, the next bedroom. And, but I'll never forget when my mom and dad were here <laughs> dropping me off. Uh-huh. Here comes Mike Allmiller. And what was he carrying? An old, uh, what do you call him? Um, a frying pan. Oh, okay, okay. And that's all he had in his hand. <laughs> oh, my God, we still laugh about it. Yeah, so it was good. It was that's good. That's so funny. Yeah, and funny. I love that you're still in touch with each other oh, yeah, and that you guys still see each other. Did Mike meet his wife here? Is that he, right? He did. He his did. wife was yes. a student here, too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she came. Mike and I were about to graduate, yeah. but she had come in the semester before. That's what I thought. what I'm thinking. Right. And, uh, yes, they did. So he met his wife. Mm-hmm. That's, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, what was one of your favorite spots on campus when you were here? Where did you guys hang out a lot? Uh, the pool. The pool. Yeah, the pool. Yeah, that Which was... Which is pretty cool. It was, yeah. And then the other place was what we called... Um, the rec hall, which is now the the library. Right, right. And, you know, I, I remember when I first became a board member, I came back on campus and went into the library, mm-hmm. and the memories were oh, incredible. I'm sure. The fireplace. Yeah. But um, the pool and the, and the rec hall. Were, is where you guys were, spent yeah, a lot yeah, of your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you talked a little bit about how when you first came here and you were a student, you were not the best student. No. What would you tell students here today that might have the same struggles yeah. starting their college career? Yeah. It, it really is all what you put into it. And in high school, Linda, I had a guidance counselor mm-hmm. who was a family friend. And she pulled me into the office one day and said, Dwight, you will never amount to anything. Oh. Okay. And, Ooh. you know, I went home and I, I said to my mom and dad, you know, this is what she said. And my mother obviously was. Well, how damaging to a, it was very damaging. really a child. Yeah, it was very damaging yeah. because that's the mental piece well, of yeah. what happened. Yeah, and that sticks with you. It does. It sticks with you. So when I came here, I you know, besides the toughness that, that Bart mm-hmm. um, had, 
but the the mentality that I had to do better. Yeah. But the funny ending to all of that is that every time I was promoted, mm-hmm. my mother and my mother's kind just I take after her. <laughs> she would send a note. Oh, good for her. With the newspaper article to this guidance counselor. Good for her. Until the day the guidance counselor passed away. We she did that. But but the message, Linda, is this. It is so important to get the fundamental education yeah. that you need. Yeah. I did not have the money to go on to get a BA. Right. Just didn't have yeah. it. So the industry that I am so proud to have been a part of mm-hmm. financed my continuing education. That's excellent. So it, it's really critical. And, and part of my whole professional mantra is education, healthcare, those are the avenues that I use as my basis for how I um, use my philanthropic right. uh, endeavors right. because those are the critical pieces. So, I, you know, for the students, I, I just hope that they really focus on what is important. Yeah. And, you know, so you just mentioned something. And the, the big reason I started this podcast is about resiliency because it's stories like yours. And it, I think it's one of the most important qualities. So you hear me talk about it a lot. You could be the smartest person in the room, but the ability to pick yourself up yeah, and to get back and, and to remain strong and what other, like what better lesson that for 2020, yeah, right? The resiliency. Absolutely, absolutely. So when you hear a comment like that from a guidance counselor, that could shape you the rest of your life. It, and it did, Linda. Yeah. I mean, I still think back. And, and today it's funny. Well, I mean, because today, you're successful, it, it, because you've used it to fuel yourself, but right. not everyone's able to do right. that. And you had a mother who cared. Right. Yeah. And yeah, and, and, yeah my dad was there as well. But, right. But Linda, think about this. From a C minus, you know, bordering on a D yeah. Yeah. student yeah. to today, my, you know, before I retired, being a CEO of a $1.7 billion community it's bank. It's amazing. It, it, it is amazing. And it, it just, it, you know, and not that that's the important part. It doesn't matter right. what the end game was. Right. It was the determination, exactly. the spirit of nobody is going to tell me right. that I can't be successful, right. you know. And so, you know, I try to share that not only with my two boys, but, you know, with my nieces and nephews and now my my four grandkids. It's just you make it what you, mm-hmm. not what somebody else wants you right. to do. It is what you make of what your circumstances are. That's a great lesson. Yeah. That's a great lesson. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We will continue our interview in a moment. But first, looking to invest in yourself in 2021? Have you been dreaming about starting that business or side hustle where you call the shots? Central Penn College has a new program designed with a fitness entrepreneur in mind. Our new personal training certificate will teach you the science, nutrition, and anatomy behind helping others achieve their fitness goals. The 10-week program prepares you to earn a nationally recognized certification in personal training. The program is fully online and accessible from anywhere. Payment plans are available. 
Learn more at centralpenn.edu slash PTC. major. I you, you came here for business. And I once was. you graduated, you worked in banking for more than three decades. Yeah, I did. So you talked a little bit about how BART helped you professionally. Can you talk a little bit about how Central, Central Penn prepared you for the real world? Yeah. So again, let us go back quickly to the setup. And the setup was you acted, you looked, and you were mm-hmm. professional every time you walked into this building. Yeah. And and at that time, there was no ATEC. Right, This right. was it, okay? Yeah. But that's part of how they prepared me. But it was also the real business sense, okay? Mm-hmm. It was that real narrow focus on business. It, it, well, today you can't do this, but, you know, how you shake hands, how you look at somebody right, in the eye, right. all of those connecting points on how you act in the business world, yeah. being on time, you know, yeah. all of those kind of things. And, and I really believe in my heart that, you know, a lot of people describe me as a strategic visionary. Mm-hmm. A lot of that came from here because the profs always wanted you to think boldly, yeah. to think futuristically. What is it that your business needs? How do you get it? And it's what we call today, you and I and others have talked about the whole blue sky concept right. where you right. where you sit and think, you know, and, so and I know others do this as well, but you got to sit and think about what tomorrow brings. Yeah. Yet manage the day to day. Yeah, and that's know? that's so difficult, it but is. it's such a balance. It is a balance. And you're right, yeah. you, you need that time to sit and, and critically think about what will be. It's future, it's future oriented. Yeah. And you have to be able yeah. to do that as a business right. person. Because Linda, if you just think of today, yeah. that's all you think about right. is today. Yeah. But the world is tomorrow. Right. What you know, technology. Think about technology from when I was here it's versus where it is today. The typewriter. I know. That was know. what We have you, a whole room of typewriters. Oh, my gosh. That's what you I know. used, okay? Yeah. And and today, the technology, the podcast that we're All doing, it, and, right. you know, the, the laptops – I wasn't here. And no. you're very good at that. We joke about it because we text quite often. <laughs> yes, we and, do. And you've even learned how to send memes <laughs> and videos. And you're very proud of that because your grandsons are very impressed oh, with great. that. Oh, yeah, it's great. But I do want to talk to you about this because yeah. not a lot of people stay on top of technology or on top of trends. And you talked about it a little bit. In the 80s, you went back to school. You went mm-hmm. to the University of Delaware. Mm-hmm. And then you even pursued additional educational opportunities. I have here that the Disney Institute, Disney Institute and the Center for Creative Learning. Yes. How important is it that people continue to invest in themselves? Because we have a lot of adult learners. 76% mm-hmm. of our students mm-hmm. are adults that are coming back. Mm-hmm. Why is that so important to you? You still do it today. Oh, yeah. Like I said, oh, you're yeah. on top of technology. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, the yeah. first board member to have an iPad to look at the board packet. Yeah. Well, you and Mike Schmid, we'll give yeah. him a right, shout right, out right, too. Exactly. But you're exactly. very on top of trends. Yeah, because, Linda, again, if you stay in today... Mm-hmm. There is no tomorrow. I, I, I mean, you know what I mean. But, but it is so critical that you have to stay on top of what's happening. You know, and I give my grandkids some credit. You know, I give my kids credit trying to get me there. Yeah. But it's not only that. I mean, that's kind of the joke. 
But if you don't stay up on and read up on and think about all these impacts, think about Bitcoin. I know. You know, you think about uh, cryptocurrency. Now, that would have been unthinkable. Right, like very futuristic, can't imagine. Right, but think about that impact and what it's having on the financial services world. Think about what technology is doing to the financial services world. Those are the things that we better stay on top of or we're not going to be on top of it. Right. You know, right. so it's critical that that our adult learning students mm-hmm. stay in it. It is so important to, to read. I mean, I'm an avid reader because you just have to stay with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really critical. So I want to switch gears a little bit mm-hmm. because – talking about your role on the board of directors, Mm -hmm. because it is a little bit different. Um, So you're currently the vice chair for the Central Penn College Board of Directors. So first, can you talk about, you know, not a lot of people understand what the role of a board of directors or a board of trustees does at a college. So Mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit about how the board provides oversight, guidance to the college, what the fundamental roles are? Sure. So as directors, our job is to help the CEO and the leadership team think strategically. Our job is to think about what we can do to help the leadership team, and in particular the CEO, based off of our backgrounds and and our experiences and how we can move the college to that next level. And I think the, the group of board members that we have today mm-hmm. are, are very well diverse in their professional backgrounds. And that guidance, and, and it is guidance. It is. At the end of it the is. day, ours is guidance to the CEO and to the leadership and how they then go about the day-to-day exactly. uh, execution of that strategy. But I think it's also important that the board think about, again, we come back to this whole blue sky and and how we can reposition and rethink about what the college will look like tomorrow. And over the last several years, we have been doing that, changing the focal point. Mm-hmm. It it it's um it's really what we do. It we- is, and, and and I feel like our board of directors. I mean, really, I have such a good personal working relationship with the board, yes, you do. and it's critical as a CEO. And you've been on that end too, where you had sure. a board that you develop relationships because really that group of people is there to guide you, like you said, and think more big picture, not so much in the weeds, but think about where the institution is headed. You've been a vice chair for the past Mm -hmm. year and you were just reelected to be vice chair again. What's that role like? Because it is is a lot more. I mean, you and I have meetings probably every week or every other week. Yeah. So I I think, Linda, the role of the vice chair, and there are two of us, Mm -hmm. um, working with the chair is is much more um, intimate and ingrated in the whole of the board. Right. So the three of us look at the more day-to-day things, the – the, the transition right. that we're going through right. is really critical. Um, the the decision making in terms of how the board 
has given us the authority to act on certain things in absence of a full meeting right. because there are so many moving parts. So it, it is important that we uh, stay engaged. It's important that we ask the right questions mm-hmm. for the right reasons. And that's the other role of the board is to ask questions. Yeah. You're very good at that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. No, it's um, good. It gets me to think about right. why we're doing certain things. Right. It's it's needed. Well, and it's not to be a jerk. No, not at all. But it's to get people to think. That's right. And and you know, I ask questions to get our other board members to think as well. Right. You know. Right. So it, it, asking questions is a big part of how I learn, but also to help us think. Yeah, moving forward. Last question for this segment. Sure. There's a stretch of a few years between when you were a student and when you came back to be a board member. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A little bit of time went by. Just a little. Just a little bit. Talk a little bit about some of the biggest changes you saw at the college from the physical makeup. Like you mentioned, the ATEC building didn't exist. Mm -hmm. The library is now the library and it's no longer the rec center. Um, So what about the physical makeup and even just the educational offerings? What are the biggest changes? Yeah. So let's talk physical first. Okay. There were no suites. Right. There was no ATEC. Right. There was no um, medical building. Right. And and so there was just this building mm-hmm. that we're in today and the dorms. That's it. Okay. I'm sorry. The, the library. Uh, yes. And the, and the pool. That was it, Linda. Yeah. That's, so that's all that was here. So this has grown quite a bit. It has. I, I mean, there were fields. <laughs> you know, where there's uh, houses today. But um, so that's the physical. But but the educational side, Linda, there was no BA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was no master's. Right. You know, it was just a two-year school then. Yeah, very different. Okay. So today, the offerings, our additional campus in Lancaster, yeah. you know, there is just so much that has changed. Yeah. And, and I, with all due respect... Okay, because I think we had some really great profs back then, but I think the quality of the um, of the educational leadership, yeah. the, the professors and and the deans, I think all of that just is the enhancement to what is offered to our students today. Agreed. Just so much more. Student services. Yeah. The cafe. Right. Linda, there was nothing like that. <laughs> you either learned how to cook. Yeah. Or you didn't. Right. And if you didn't, right. you're hungry. That's okay? why Mike came with a frying pan. He exactly. Was exactly. <laughs> but, but, you know, um, back then, the stable was a, a little uh, cafe uh, crandies and vans. That was what we did if we wow. – you know, because if you were too lazy to cook. I'm a terrible cook. Ask my wife. She'll <laughs> she'll tell you. But um, – that's that's some yeah. of the difference. So it, it yeah. resembles much more of a traditional learning institution yeah. than when you would first yeah, come ab- here. Absolutely. Oh, it's so fascinating to hear your stories. For the better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I love hearing your stories. Um, Once again, we are with Mr. Dwight Utz, Central Penn College graduate. Was it 1974? Is that the year you graduated? 73. 73. 1973 grad, um, current board of director, vice chair of our board of directors. Such a good time talking about your memories. That will conclude this week's section. When we come back, we are going to talk to Dwight more about his vision for the college moving forward and some of his personal stories of resiliency. So, Stay tuned for more of The Bridge. 
That brings us to the end of another episode of The Bridge Podcast. Join us on our next episode where we continue our interview with Dwight Utz, former Central Penn College alum and board member, as Linda Fadrizi-Williams speaks with him about resilience and courage in decisions that he's made in his past. Dwight Utz also offers our students additional insight and tips for how to be successful not only in their college career, but in their business ventures going forward. Tune in next time for The Bridge. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Bridge, hosted by Central Penn College President Linda Fadrizi-Williams. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a great rating on your favorite podcast service. The Bridge is available on Apple iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes of The Bridge, stories of resilience, courage, and innovation with Dr. Linda Fadrizi-Williams. We'll see you next time.